Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. These words are the most significant words, the most significant phrase in all of human language. Christ is risen. If that's true, and it is, if that's true, guilt and shame mean nothing to us anymore. Christ has taken that upon the cross. Uh, Our grief, our pains, are in the empty tomb, buried, never to resurface. If Christ is risen, is true, (laughs) and it is, death has no hold over us. Death is nothing more than a catnap. I've heard it said that we are more assured of rising from the dead than from getting up tomorrow morning. And that is true, friends. This past Lent season here at Christ Lutheran, we have been uh, talking about uh, the gospel the gospel in, in seven words. And what we've been doing is been trying to uh, think through what's a seven-word phrase that we can easily remember, something that, that sticks in our, our mind, and, and, and something that's meaningful to us, that stirs our emotion, that we can use, that we can, as I've said, uh, keep in our back pocket so that when that opportunity comes to share the gospel w- with other people, there it is. We can remember it, right? And so uh, as we've been going through Lent, we've taken time to think about, uh, to confess our sins and our need for the our Savior. We've looked at some different metaphors, different themes of the, the gospel. And t- today, I want to take a moment and, and just look at some of the gospel in seven words that we have uh, come up with as a congregation and share uh, a few examples with you. So, one example, this is, this is from people here at Christ Lutheran, right? Uh, I'm secure in my relationship with God. Does that sound like good news I, to someone that does? Uh, Maybe they were uncertain of where they stand with God, with others. Maybe identity uh, was something that they questioned who they were. But they know, in God, I'm secure. I'm secure in my relationship with God. Another one, uh, God still loves you. This person didn't even need seven words, right? (laughs) Brownie points here, right? Right. God, and I, I love, and they, this person who wrote this uh, put the, the word still in parentheses. Uh, and I love that visual of how many times we can think of times that we have fallen short, what we've confessed just a few minutes ago and beyond, and yet God still loves you. Amen. Next, uh, I can't out-sin God's unconditional love, 
Right? Doesn't it sometimes feel, I, I, I can say this for myself, uh, I'm really good at, at not much, but one thing I'm really good at is, is sinning, right? A lot. And uh, just ask, well, uh, my wife and kids aren't here right now, but uh, trust me, they would, uh, they would confirm, oh, dad, he can be a grump sometimes. Oh, dad, uh, he can uh, lose, lose his cool. Isn't always speaking graciously, and, and yet, huh, I know I can't outsin God's unconditional love. Uh, here's another one. Life with Christ is warm peace inside. Uh, that's so true. When the world feels like it's spinning out of control and my thoughts and my feelings inside my soul are spinning around, and remember this. Ah, in, in Christ, in Christ I've got peace. A peace that changes who I am. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus died for my sins and yours. Right? I love that one. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's to the point, right? Now, this is Good Friday. This is uh, what we, we just talked about, that Jesus took our sins upon the cross, but not just for me, <laughs> for you too, for everyone, for the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And it's true in Christ. So, so these are some of the examples that uh, we as a congregation have come up with so far for everyone who has taken time to, to think through the gospel in seven words and to come up with this and, and to share it. Thank you for the time you spent in working on this. But what I want to do for us today is to think through what would be the gospel in seven words for Easter? Right? What, what would be the gospel in seven words that we could use to remember the resurrection? And, and the first three words, I'd say we, we've already got, right? Christ is risen, right? Can we, can we agree on that? That's probably important if we're going to talk about Easter, the resurrection. We should keep that in there. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Good job. See, that's my test to make sure no one's falling asleep during the sermon, right? So, so Christ is risen. We've got three words, but the, there are, are four more left. So what do we want to do with these other four words? Let's just play along with me and think about this for a minute. So Christ is risen. Let's go hunt eggs. Anyone? Anyone uh, hunt Easter eggs this morning? No? Yeah, so some of us did, right? Uh, I know my kiddos did. We are going to have an Easter egg hunt after church. That's part of the traditions of Easter, the celebration. There's going to be candy. Kids, there are a lot of eggs. Therefore, um, come and be part of that. We'd love to have you. However, uh, with that all said, um, let's go hunt eggs. Eh, not exactly the, the gospel according to Jesus Christ. I think maybe we could do a, a little better than that. What do you think? 
Or you just want to stop here? We could. All right. Well, maybe this one. Christ is risen. Time for Easter brunch, right? Again, we have Easter brunch coming right after service. Ooh, how many of your tummies are growling now? You're like, all right, hurry it up, Pastor. Let's go. Uh, and I get it because I've been personally waiting to have some uh, uh, coffee for the season of Lent. And my first cup of coffee is right over there. And whew. So um, this also could make for a, a, a quick uh, sermon, but um, let's, let's play with this a little bit longer, right? So uh, Christ is risen, time for Easter brunch. Yeah, we could do better. Christ is risen, the gang's all here. Hey, well, uh, it's true, right? I mean, uh, one of the blessings of, of Easter worship is that we have... People here, our family, is, are in worship with us. I, now, I don't know. Uh, different people of you, uh, different ones of you, may be here for different reasons. Some of you have been here all past six weeks through the season of Lent. Others of you are here for Easter because, well, that's what you do on Easter. You go to church. Others of you might be here because You know what mom would say if you weren't. <laughs> Just saying. I, I don't know why you're here. I'm happy you're here. Certainly in our post-lockdown world and everything, as we've seen whew, uh, gatherings being a little bit more difficult, it's really good to be here to see you face-to-face -face without masks. And there is a sense in which Christian community is a reflection of the gospel. But I still think we could do better than just this. So, so let's, uh, let's keep going here and think, all right, Christ is risen, Christ is risen, Christ is risen. What are the next four words that we could apply to that? Um, well, uh, I want to start by thinking about uh, the past and the predictions of the resurrection. Jesus predicted his death and resurrection multiple times before he died on the cross. John chapter 2, Matthew chapter 12, Matthew chapter 16, the list goes on and on. Jesus was saying, the Son of Man must die and be raised again. So maybe that should be what informs our seven-word confession of, of the gospel. And, and not just Jesus predicting his own death, but in fact, the prophets of old that lived hundreds of years before Christ were predicting that the Lord's Messiah, the Lord's Christ, would in fact die and be raised from the dead. And so we see that Jesus is fulfilling the Old Testament predictions. And so maybe what we could, we could uh, come up with is Christ is risen just as he said. What do you think? That's, that's pretty good, right? And, and 
Christ, his, his uh, resurrection, it's more than just another biblical miracle. It's more than just another act of God demonstrating his power in this world. It's that, but it is the miracle in Scripture. It is the power of God. And as I'm th thinking through this phrase, I like it. It's true, right? We're not going to argue with that. But to me, it focuses a lot on the past. Just as he said. Yes, absolutely true. But as Christians, we know that the resurrection of Jesus isn't merely fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. We aren't just living in the past as Christians. So, so let's go ahead and, and maybe try again. Christ is risen. Scripture tells us, Jesus tells us, that whoever believes in me will have eternal life. Whoever believes in me will have eternal life. This past Friday, a Good Friday, we had our Good Friday worship service and we took time during the service to write our sins upon note cards, those black cards you see hanging on the cross, and then we came up and we nailed them to the cross as a symbol of Christ being nailed to the cross for the sake of our sins, dying our death. And that through his death, uh, we have e e eternal life. That we know where we're going. We know that uh, our future is, is bright. Also shows us this. That through the resurrection, death is no longer in charge. Oh, death, where is your victory? Right? I love that quote. Oh, grave, where is your sting? Right? Uh, it's, it's a taunt to death. As, as we're looking in the eyes of that one who, the, the grim reaper, if you will, whether you are hopefully many years from the grave or whether tomorrow uh, death is going to be at your doorstep, we know this as Christians, that death has been conquered. That Jesus has uh, conquered death and left our sins in the grave so that we who believe in him may have eternal life. And so, based off this, Maybe we could say, Christ is risen, so we'll live forever. Amen? Amen, right? So that is good, it's true. However, just as I think the resurrection is more than, than simply the fulfillment of past prophecies, I also think that the resurrection of Christ means more for us than Merely future hope. It means that. 
but it means something more. It, it means something for us here, now, today. So let's try again, one more time. Christ is risen. Hmm. In Romans chapter 6, the Apostle Paul writes this. And can you read it with me? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. See, the resurrection, the resurrection means something for us here now today in the present. That we walk in this newness of life now. We're not just looking forward to the last day. And so uh, we, we see that uh, right here, right now, our resurrection life is, is above guilt and shame. That's in the tomb. That our resurrected life is beyond and above selfishness and greed. Jesus is all we need. And that our resurrected life is, is above resentment and anger. Jesus fills us with joy and with peace. So, how do we get that? Well, Paul's told us through baptism, by being baptized into to Christ. So I, I might say this, Christ is risen. Oh, huh. did I? Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Christ is risen. In him we rise. Today and in the future. And in the past, like we're, we're connected with our Lord Jesus. Like when God gave us his gift of baptism, it was an Easter basket gift for you. Better than eggs filled with chocolate, which are pretty good. <laughs> but the baptism that we have is a connection to the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus. It's a gift from God. And our baptism, it's more than just something that we, that's cute that we do to babies. No, no it's, it's something that impacts not just a, a ceremony that happens once in our life, but every day of our life. So whether you are a lifelong believer, you can't remember not believing, what you get to do is return to your baptism. And to think about the gift that, that God gave you right here through the waters of, of baptism. And now, if you're someone who, maybe you were baptized, but you have strayed, you have gone a different way, the Lord Jesus our resurrected Lord is calling you home. Come on back. Confess your sins. 
I've got good gifts for you. The gift of life. The gift of, of resurrection. And if you're someone who has never been baptized, who up to this point hasn't known in a personal way the love of Christ, know that you are welcome to repent of your sins and come and confess Christ and receive his grace through the waters of baptism. And so I'm going to pause right here. I like to do this. No one has taken me up on this. And maybe today is going to be the first time. Anyone want to come forward and to receive Jesus through the waters of baptism this morning? Anyone? All right. Going once. It's a good gift. If you haven't been baptized, all right, going twice, three times. All right. If you'd like to talk to me about baptism uh, going forward, or maybe just don't want to do it right here in front of a bunch of strangers, that's okay. Let's talk, and we'll uh, make this process happen. Martin Luther said this, and I, I love this quote. He says, Live like Jesus died yesterday, rose this morning, and is coming back tomorrow. See, the gospel, Christ is risen, in him we rise, it applies to us here, now, and forever. That is the good news for us today, this Easter morn. May God grant it for Jesus' sake today and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.